Welcome to the HSP podcast. I'm Julie Bieland, a psychotherapist, sensitivity expert, and founder of the Sensitive Empowerment Community. My mission is to support and empower you so you can thrive to your fullest potential and share your many needed and valuable gifts with the world. For HSP resources and a free sensitivity quiz, visit sensitiveconnection.com. I hope you enjoy this episode. One of the things I love about doing this podcast is hearing your questions and being able to answer them to help you. So what's really neat about that is that you can actually record your questions and I can add them to the podcast just as I'm doing in the following episode. Enjoy. Hi. I came over a article today. Do highly sensitive people have autism? <laughs> um, many or some people ask that. And it's a very nice um, article by Andre Solo in Psychology Today from last year that discusses the differences. And I wonder what your take on that is. And um, perhaps that would be a podcast possibility for you. Thank you. And thank you for the podcast. Look lovely. A lot of people ask me about the difference between being a highly sensitive person and autism. And while I'm not an expert in autism, I am an expert in the trait of high sensitivity. And I'll try to answer the question that came in. So for one thing, the trait of high sensitivity, it's known as sensory processing sensitivity. It's a scientifically proven trait. It's not a disorder. Uh, some people call it the highly sensitive person or HSP for short. Whereas autism is a considered to be a neurological disorder involving the senses, motor control, balance, and spatial awareness. And the causes of sensory information um, to get mixed up on, in the brain is different than in the highly sensitive person. Um, so it's, it's very interesting because although the overstimulation can actually be similar in both somebody with autism as well as somebody with a trait of high sensitivity, the root cause of that overstimulation is not the same. And I know that that sounds a little confusing and it's interesting because sometimes if we're watching, you know, I've, I've seen videos of somebody with autism displaying um, overstimulation from sensory input and that can actually be quite similar to the experience of somebody that scores high on my sensitivity scale, um, that they can actually have that experience with sensory overstimulation. And part of, I think, why it gets confused sometimes. Um, because we, both of us, can get overwhelmed by environmental stimuli, can get um, overwhelming. So that's kind of interesting. But um, they also have things that are very different about them. Someone with autism might have uh, certain kinds of what they call social deficits that high sensitivity does not. Somebody with autism might have difficulty with reading and responding to um, nonverbal social and emotional cues. They might have a hard time making eye contact, a uh, hard time reading another person's intention. 
And what's interesting about someone with sensory processing sensitivity or high sensitivity is that it, exactly the opposite of, is true of that, that as HSPs, we actually respond even more than the population to social cues, facial expressions, intentions. We can read micro expressions and body language that most people miss. So that's something that's very different between the two. Um, and areas involved in the brain, when they've done brain scans, brain studies, they found that um, uh, that somebody with autism has uh, less responsiveness in certain areas in the brain that have to do with social awareness, self-reflection, empathy, for example, that their brain handles that stimulation in a very different way. Um, and, well, that's very interesting because an HSP, somebody with a trait of high sensitivity, actually can respond to that even more so than most people in the population. So that's a difference as well. Um, and uh, the, the person, the highly sensitive person, might show higher levels uh, in areas of the activity of the brain in areas like have to do with self-reflective thinking, uh, more empathy, more depth of processing. Uh, so that's also very interesting because that's different for somebody with autism. It's, it's always very important for um, people to understand the differences. It's important for doctors and therapists to understand the differences. There are lots of misdiagnosis happening in this population of people of high sensitivity, which is concerning. I certainly have seen a lot of people come to me who were misdiagnosed uh, with different kinds of um, diagnosis and given medications, for example, that actually are harming them more than helping them because they have a misdiagnosis. So I'm incredibly... Uh, driven and passionate about people spreading education and awareness about the trait of high sensitivity. I've created a guide to give your doctor, a guide to give your therapist, and I have tons of information on my website as well. And I always think about advocacy as being something so important and sort of a pay it forward um, situation too, because if you teach your doctors or therapists about this trait of high sensitivity, you're helping all the other sensitive people that come after you. And we're 20% of the population. So one out of five people, you know, patients in, in a doctor's office is going to have this trait. And what's interesting is up to 50% of clients in therapy, maybe even more than that, have this trait. So super essential for therapists to understand it too. And I encourage a lot of advocacy in this population. So I hope that that helped you uh, understand the difference a little bit. And I look forward to receiving more of your questions. Explore all my episodes and share them with other HSPs who might need extra support and empowerment too. You may also like to stay connected by subscribing to my free weekly newsletter for HSPs at hspblog.com. Take extra good care of your beautiful self.